What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Socially Honest with Capri. I'm your host, Candace Capri. And thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Tonight is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Now, we got a few topics on our roster that we're going to be talking about tonight, y'all. We're going to be talking about Hitman and Cinnamon, DJ Academics, Ari, and Meg the Stallion. Uh, Sweetie, we'll be talking about Young Dolph, uh, the Mayfield Consumer Packing uh, the Consumer Products Factory. Um, and we'll also be talking about Zach Stacy. Now, y'all, let's get into it. First up on the roster, y'all, we got Hitman and Cinnamon. Now, for those of you who don't know and for those, well, for those of you who do know, this is just a brief recap for the people who don't know. But for those of you who don't know, Hitman Holler is a DJ. Um, he's also a rapper. Um, and he's also a recurring member on Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out, which is on VH1, excuse me. Now, Hitman Holler and his girlfriend, Cinnamon, recently released a sex tape. Now, he didn't intentionally release this sex tape. Um, he's claiming that he posted the sex tape on his story on Instagram, and it was only supposed to be for his close friends to see nobody else. Somehow, one of his close friends screen recorded the, um, the videos and they leaked them to the world for all of us to see. Now, I, went, I watched the video. I watched the video last night um, because I wanted to see what the, the fuss was all about. So I went on Twitter and I found it and I watched it last night. And I'm just trying to figure out what's all the fuss about. Him and Holla's dick is no different from the nigga's dick that's at the gas station with the 8-inch BBC. I mean, his, his dick is average size. So I'm inclined to believe that you, you bitches, you, excuse me, I'm inclined to believe that you bitches really don't be getting no good dick. Because if you would, if you was, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be on, on here ooing and eyeing about this nigga's dick who is practically his average. His stroke game is average. They was fucking on the balcony in Jamaica. Average. Um, he was eating her pussy. It, it was kind of, I mean, he, he, he did that really good, but I mean, aside from the whole head portion part about the sex tape, there, there was nothing really good about it. It, it was, it was giving very lackluster. It was giving Pornhub. It was giving X videos. It was giving Twitter. It was giving only fans content. That's what it was giving. It wasn't really giving I was expecting, honestly, y'all, the way people was hyping the sex tape up, I was expecting to see some spectacular shit, but um, didn't see nothing. <laughs> didn't see didn't see nothing out the ordinary. Now, um, I will say that he has a pretty dick. Now, the dick ain't ugly. He has a pretty dick, but he has an average dick. Let's not get that. Let's not get that mistaken at all. The dick is very much so average. Now, next up, we're gonna be talking about DJ Academics. Now, recently, he went on to the Fresh and Fit podcast that's on YouTube. Um, I actually used to watch uh, that podcast before they got a, before they got too mainstream. Um, and it, it's a lot of misogynistic bullshit that goes on on that show. So it's it's no surprise to me that DJ Academics uh, went on there. But um, he got into a brief argument with AIG model and they were going back and forth and he was being very aggressive with her. Very, very aggressive with her. Um, he got up. He was, he was, he was huffing and puffing, and and I'm just trying to figure out where was that energy when these nigg- when these rap niggas be check we be checking your ass, DJ Academics. Why don't you have this energy for the men who have checked your ass in the past? But you got all this energy for a woman. Now the woman wasn't scared. The woman wasn't scared. She was going toe to toe with his big, fat back gorilla looking ass. She was going back and forth with his whole monger looking ass girl. 
they was going back and forth and you know I felt she she I felt as if she felt she was threatened I'm, I don't know what she felt because I'm not her I can't speak for her but if his big ass was coming at me like that talking to me like that I would feel threatened too um they was clowning they was mom shaming this woman about having to go home uh, to her kids because I guess she she didn't have a babysitter but they were mom shaming her and he took it a little bit further and he basically and the way I saw it he was basically bucking up to a woman and uh, I didn't appreciate that because like I said DJ Academics he never has the same energy when these niggas be coming at him and talking to him any type of way checking his ass he he never has the same energy but the girl pulled a gun out on him yeah she pulled a gun out on him and I a I don't feel, I, I honestly, I don't feel no type of way behind it because at the end of the day, this is a woman. And what do you think, what do you expect when you're approaching a woman? This is a man and he's approaching this woman as if she's a man in the street. So what do you expect her to do? She probably got scared. And the fact that it was a room full of men and nobody intervened and told him, hey bro, why are you even arguing with this female? Why are you, why are you talking to her like that? He calling her bitches and hoes and there's, there's no need for that. You feel what I'm saying? niggas like that really do get on my nerves his fat funky ass disrespecting women you know it's it's one thing for you to have a disagreement with a woman but it's another thing for you to be going back and forth with a woman as if you a woman yourself now that's where I feel like he should have drawn the line he just should have stopped but he continued to go and keep going and keep going and I think that the girl felt threatened and that's probably why she pulled out the gun but even if she didn't feel threatened and she pulled out the gun it's a big ass nigga I'd have pulled out the gun too. If y'all was in the zoo and a big ass gorilla was charging towards you, what would you do? You would pull out the gun, your tranquilizer gun. And that's exactly what the bitch did. The, the nigga was looking like he was trying to charge at her and get bucked with her. Like he don't be getting bucked with these niggas, but he tried to get bucked with this woman who's about five feet tall. Might I add. And this man is about like maybe five, 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 six, but he's, Regardless, he, he should have never came to her like that. He shouldn't even been talking to her like that. And he should have just cut the conversation short. Even if she was disrespecting him, you feel what I'm saying? Even if, even if she was being disrespectful to him in any way, shape, or form, he could have just chose to ignore her. But instead, he fed into the bullshit. And um, he kind of got aggressive with her, which, which lets me know that he, he, he's probably gotten aggressive with other women in the past, too, because that's, that, he, he gives me little dick nigga syndrome. You know, the niggas that, that's always going out here arguing with females in females dramas, but ain't never going to get, ain't never going to get tough with no man. They never have the same energy with a man. And those are the type of vibes that I'm getting from DJ Academics. Now, next up, we're going to be talking about Ari on Meg the Stallion's graduation. Now, I, I like Miss Ari. Don't get me wrong. I like Miss Ari, but um, she was kind of sort of being ignorant on her IG live. Um, she was talking about... uh. You know, because Felicia going to make sure her kid go to college and this, that, and the third. Um, she also made the comments of her baby ain't going to college. She already knows. Her baby ain't got to do all that. And then she was trying to be funny. But then when she realized how she was starting to come, come across, she tried to clean it up. She was backpedaling. Um, basically, after she was downing the people who is in school and who have went to school and, um, you know, the people who got to quote unquote do all that, you know, and not everybody can be an ass model. Not everybody can fuck on a rapper and get a check and continue to fuck on other rappers and get more checks and show their ass on Instagram. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can get a BBL every six months. But Ari can because she's, she, 
she's using that pussy and she she's she's used that pussy to her advantage and she didn't put it on a nigga and now she got murty hunty she is successful no doubt she is a very successful woman but um i kind of sort of took it like she was trying to be funny about Megan Thee Stallion's graduation because not only um, did Megan Thee Stallion just graduate uh, this week, but Ari put the video out. The, she was on Instagram Live that same day uh, Meg Thee Stallion graduated and she was talking about um, how, you know, my baby ain't got to do all that. He know he ain't got to do all that. He, he, he ain't going to college. Y'all already know. Well, you know, not everybody's mom is Ari Fletcher. Some people actually have aspirations to be doctors, nurses, CNAs, or whatever else they decide, they decide, they decide to aspire to when they go to college. And I just, it was very disheartening to see her take that route instead of just congratulating Megan and just moving on to the next topic she she kind of was trying to be cute and she even asked um she she dove into dove into her educational background a little bit um she told us that she she went to NIU uh Northern for those who don't know it's Northern Illinois University um in Northern Illinois of course um but she said she dropped out before the semester started um then she proceeded to ask Moneybag Yo was NIU a good school and you know what Moneybag Yo I appreciated him for staying out of this argument talking about he said he feels as if any school was a good school so he wasn't agreeing with Ari even if you're if you're in a four-year university even if you're going to um a junior college Get that degree by any means necessary. Don't let these IG models and and these rapper baby mamas, these people who have um, uh, elevated statuses, don't let these celebrities tell y'all, you know, that you don't let these celebrities make y'all feel like you, what, you, what you're going to school for isn't worth it. Even if you're going to school, like I said, to just be a CNA or an optrician, it doesn't matter. Whatever you go to school for, if that's what you choose to pursue in your personal career, go ahead and pursue that. But I just... I didn't, I kind of felt, I just kind of felt like she was trying to be funny. I really did. Um, and I, I'm not even um, one of those people that likes to pit black women against each other, but I really felt like she was trying to be funny and it wasn't funny. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, she just graduated from um, healthcare. Well, not, she didn't graduate from healthcare, but she graduated from, uh, I believe it was uh, Texas Southern University. Um, TSU, actually. So, yeah, Texas Southern University. She just graduated and she got a degree in uh, healthcare management. Now, she she's thinking about, now she's thinking about, she's actually in the works right now of opening up some group homes um, in a few facilities and hiring people from... Um, She's thinking about hiring. Well, she's not thinking about. She is going to hire. She has plans of hiring future graduates and graduates of HBCUs, historic, historic, historically black colleges. So she's trying to bring positive, positive things into our community. And she's also trying to provide um, an avenue as well as jobs for people in the community. And I'm all here for it. You know, Ari, I'm not trying to be funny, but girl, what jobs have you really provided for the community? You know, you're, you haven't really done as much as Megan Thee Stallion has done for the community. And I'm not necessarily saying that she has to, but I'm saying that people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Now, next on, we're going to move on from this subject. We're going to talk about Sweetie's live performance at the iHeart Radio's 2021 Jingle Ball. And it was very cringy to watch. You know, I can't keep rooting for Sweetie. I love Sweetie. 
Um, I think she's a very beautiful woman, but I think that she benefits the most from pretty privilege. She gets on these stages. She does these live performances and they're giving very much lackluster. They're giving you haven't been rehearsing. It's giving she's out of breath. It's giving when she's out of breath, she starts twerking. And it's just nobody. I'm, I'm trying to understand what's going on here. Like, are, are you going to rap or are you going to shake your ass in our face all night and huff and puff? Because she she was out of breath. It, it just but y'all get on here. And y'all shame Lizzo. You know, Lizzo is talented, immensely talented. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's an actress. And she is an awesome performer. And uh, y'all slammed Lizzo for her, her body weight, for her being out of shape. But y'all praise people like Sweetie um, who have partnered with McDonald's and got, uh, puts, put these ridiculous meals out. Um, to, to, to the people in our community and marketed these meals to the people in our community as if obesity doesn't affect black people and that's not something that's real. Her performance was very lackluster. I'm tired of seeing her get, get on the stage and not give her her all. Um, but I'm just, I'm ready to see something else for real, for real. Um, sweetie, you need to get it together. Um, you need to start practicing more because these performances that you've been given ain't been giving the girls nothing. Her performance with Doja Cat was horrible. Her performance on SNL, horrible. Her performance at the iHeartRadio, horrible. All these performances are just terrible. They're god awful. And like, I just, I just, I need her to get it together. The chore, the the uh, the chore, the. I'm gonna sound like Jocelyn for a minute. The choreography, um, the chore, the choreography that she was doing wasn't. It wasn't coordinated. It was like, it was literally all over the place. So I was just, I'm just trying to understand her concept. I really does hope that she gets it. I really hope that she gets it together soon because I can't see her being, I'm honest, y'all. I can't see her being around for too much longer with these lackluster performer, with these lackluster performances. I can't see her being around that long. I can't see people paying her to do these performances and to show up and she gives us dust. The category is dust and she's giving it to the girls. Now, next up, we'll be talking about Young Dolph and his street sign. Now, Young Dolph was tragically killed on November 17th. His investigation is still ongoing. However, he received a street sign um, dedicated in his honor in the neighborhood of South Memphis. Um, now, the street sign is actually called Adolph Young Dolph Thornton Jr. That's a that's a mouthful. <laughs> Avenue, and that's actually on the intersection of Dunn Avenue and Airways Boulevard, and it's just a few blocks away from where he was killed. So, the people in Memphis are excited about it, um, you know, because there's still people. His, like I said, his investigation, his murder is still being investigated, and it's still an ongoing investigation. And you know, the community is wanting answers. The rap community is wanting answers. His fans, hell, I'm wanting answers. I'm wanting answers. Badly, because I was I was a huge Young Dolph fan even before his passing. Um, but, you know, people are wanting answers. And, you know, that to see that the city of Memphis is not only working hard to bring his killer to justice, but they're also working hard to try to put a Band-Aid over the situation in attempts to pacify the public, to make us feel better. You know, and I'm I'm here for it. 
I'm here for it. Um, like I said, it's right down the street from where he was just killed at. Um, and it's, so it's in his, the neighborhood he actually grew up in, uh, right around the corner from his school, his high school as well. So, um, his mom, they said that his mom was there. Um, they also said that his life partner, Mia and his two kids were present. Um, and it was just, it was beautiful to see them all together as a family unit, even after this man's passing. Um, it, it was just, it's, it's amazing. And I'm still praying for his family um, because I know the effects of something like that, just they're, they're ongoing. You'll, you'll feel it forever. So um, I'm still sending prayers out to his family um, and anyone who was affected by his death. Um, now, moving on, y'all, we're going to be talking about the Mayfield Consumer Products Factory. Now, like I said, y'all earlier, this is in Kentucky. Um, this, we're going to be talking about them because this is why I'm going to start preaching the importance of being your own boss, starting your own business. This is why I am anal with my friends about doing things that they are passionate about because these jobs really don't give a fuck about you. So after I tell y'all this story, excuse me, y'all will understand why. Now, this factory in Kentucky, now for those of you who don't know, excuse me, I'll keep burping. So for those of you who don't know, there was a horrible tornado that ripped that ripped through Kentucky, I believe it was yesterday or the day before. Um, there was a horrible, horrible, fatal tornado that ripped through Kentucky, and it ended up impacting this plant, not this plant, but this factory, um, where they were fully staffed and fully functional. Now, I would like to remind you all that before this tornado even touched down, um, there were warnings about it. Employees say that they heard the tornado sirens and they asked their boss what any one of us would ask if there was a natural disaster. But I'm not sure I would really be asking, but um, they bought up, you know, can we go home? You know, this is this is a natural disaster. Um, we're trapped here at work. Can we go home to be with our families? You know, and these people were threatened. Literally, they threatened these people with termination. Do you know they threatened these people that if they left before, if they left their job, that they would be fired? Now, this was maybe about an hour or so before the tornado. The tornado rips through the, the factory so much so that the factory on Google Maps right now, because they did an overview of it, it is obliterated. There's nothing there. It's nothing but a pile of rubble and eight people died. But you know who was at home? The CEO. I bet you the big wigs of the company, I bet you they were at home with their families, consoling their families, thinking about how they're going to uh, turn this bad situation around. I'm, I'm pretty sure they were at home comfortable with their families and, and didn't have to worry about losing their jobs. I'm sure they didn't have to worry about that. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I really... And like I said, I'm about to start really hammering it home. It is important to start your own businesses. It's important to start your own businesses. It's important to work for yourself or it's important to do something that you really, really like. Or you're going to end up working for these people who really don't give a fuck about you. And they will show you every time that they don't give a fuck about you when you have to go somewhere, when you have a doctor's appointment, 
when you're having a really bad mental day and you can't and you don't need to go to work because you need to stay at home and nurse your mental health or maybe you had a death in the family and you need to you need to stay at home to recuperate from that but they only want to give you three days for the death especially if it's if it's an immediate uh, family member but if it ain't immediate you can forget about it you feel what I'm saying these people want you to slave for them and they do nothing they, they give you bits and pieces of cheese the cheese in, in my opinion is the paychecks but they give you bits and pieces of cheese just to keep you coming back don't that sound like slavery to y'all like doesn't that sound like slavery to y'all my life is in jeopardy and you're meaning to tell me that i give y'all 40 hours a week i give y'all 40 hours a week 80 hours every two weeks and you mean to tell me my life is in jeopardy from being here and you're not going to send us home? These jobs preach about how much they they uh, they they preach diversity and, and inclusivity and they preach um, integrity. But when the time comes up for for them to show and prove on those things, on their core values, they fail every time. Every time. Seriously, every fucking time. I feel so sad um, for the eight families that are now affected by this. And I hope they sue the fuck out of their ass for this. I really do. I hope they sue the hell out of them for that. Because their negligence cost eight people their lives. And who ha someone has to pay for that. Someone has to pay for that. Because they could have made an executive decision to send people home. Let me tell you something. If my, if my life is ever on the line and I'm hearing tornado silence, yeah, I'm going to get the fuck up out of Dodge. Especially if I know that there's a, especially if knowing that there's a, there's an active tornado in the state and I'm hearing tornado sirens, I would just get up and go. Job or no job. You feel what I'm saying? My safety is more important. My well-being is more important. But see, that's how you know most of these jobs just look at you like a number. They keep they, like you're a working rat to them. They keep you there in poor conditions. They give you shitty ass, small breaks. What the fuck is a 30 minute lunch break? Seriously. Who like you got to scarf down your food in 30 minutes is it's, it's like I said, it's, it's like slavery. It's, but the slaves weren't getting paid. But it's like modern day slavery. It's horrible. So. I say all that to say, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life, start thinking about it. We are living in different, we're living in different times now. Things are changing. The economy is changing. Businesses is going bankrupt. Just think about yourself first. If it's one thing that this pandemic has taught me is to think of myself first, because if I'm not good, I can't be of service to anybody else, which brings me to my next point. Um, that's why I haven't really been hitting it home with the podcast this month. And I want to apologize to my listeners, um, the people who support me. I want to apologize for that. I have really been trying to take care of my mental health. Um, like I said last week, I work a full-time job, which is really draining. I work in the healthcare field. And sometimes when I get off of work, I am literally just so overloaded and drained with work stuff and my mental problems that like, this is about to sound really harsh, but sometimes this is like the last thing on my mind. But I do wanna apologize to you guys. And I also wanna let you know that I will be doing, I'll, I'll, I'll do better. 
I plan on doing better. Um, and I plan on bringing you guys more content, uh, more interesting content. Um, I want to start doing the story times that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. So I got some fun things coming up before the end of this month, um, the transition into next year. And I'm really grateful for the listeners that I have. So I just want to put that out there um, for the people who actually listen to me and support me. Um, But back to the first subject I was talking about, um, always take care of your mental health. And if it ever comes down to that job and your mental health, say fuck that job and take care of your mental health or your physical health first before you start thinking about a corporation who looks at you just like a number. They'll allow this to be a lesson that some of these jobs will literally let you die. And all you trying to do is make a all you trying to do is make an honest living for your family to support your family. And these people threaten you with termination because you want to go home. It's not safe. Imagine that. Now, moving on, we got last on the roster and I'm about to drag him. And I'm also about to probably get a little personal with my own life. Um, but we're we going to drag this. We're going to drag this first. We're going to drag this first. Now, Zach Stacy, for those of you who don't know, uh, Zach Stacy is a former NFL running back. He went viral last month after he was seen on video, y'all, physically assaulting the mother of his child in front of his baby. Now, he's since been arrested and charged with aggravated assault and criminal mischief. Now, on the video, Zach Stacy can literally be seen grabbing this heifer up and throwing her across the room as if she is a rag doll. So much so that he knocked the bitch into the TV and the TV fell on her while she was on the ground trying to collect her thoughts. Do you know that this man had the audacity to say that she staged this whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying that this woman staged the ass beating that she received from him. She's saying that he's saying that she staged it. Sweetheart, we all the video went viral. We all saw you grab this heifer up and toss her across the room like she was a Frisbee. Into the television. In front of your baby. And you're saying the only reason why that happened. As, the, as now, y'all, as the police was cuffing him, he's saying that's why she did this. The whole assault thing. She staged it. She set me up. The whole thing was staged. All she's trying to do is get my money out of me. She got a reaction out of me. Now, today, today's first lesson is going to be accountability. Because see, I see Zach Stacy wants to take zero accountability for his actions. But see, we here on Socially Honest, we about to give it to his ass. You are a man. You are a former running back. And you, you, this woman literally had to be about 165 pounds soaking wet. And he was beating her butt, beating her ass in front of their kids. And you talking about she staged this? How about you keep your hands to yourself? Ham hock neck looking ass nigga. I can't stand niggas like that. I can't stand men like that who go around here putting their hands on women. Like, what, what's happening here? Like, for what, what reason though? Like, how could she stage an argument between you and her? How, how could, this is a classic abuser's tale. This is what abusers do. 
they, they victim blame. He is literally blaming her for the beating, the beating that she received at his hands. He is literally blaming her because she staged it. She, she got a reaction out of him. Well, you're right. She did get a reaction out of you. She got a very horrible reaction out of you. And I hope she sues the fuck out of you. I hope you go to jail. And I hope she collects the coin. Because there is no way in hell that a woman... There's, there's no way... First of all, nobody can make you do anything. You are a human, you are a grown-ass man, and you are capable of making sound decisions. Nobody can make you do anything. If you did something, it's because you wanted to. You were better off pleading insanity. He would have been better off saying that, you know, he, 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 he blacked out. He would have been, been better, better saying that because y'all know football players, they get hit in the head a lot, and that causes traumatic brain injuries. I, who is this nigga's attorney? Like, what is going on? I, like... What is happening? So he's digging himself in a hole. And I, ho I really hope they barbecue his bitch ass. I really do. Um, I really hope they barbecue him. And I hope they suck his ass dry for every nickel, penny, and dime he got. Because ain't no way in hell that he should have been putting his hands on a woman. And this, the crazy part about it is she was trying to reason with this man. This man knocking her from the wall to the TV. And she trying to reason with him. She trying to get him to stop. She's trying to like she's she's literally calmly talking to him. And that's how, you know, this is not her first time being assaulted by this man because she was so calm. She was so calm. All she wanted him to do was stop. He throwing her into the into the wall talking about some bitch. And you talking about some she got a reaction out of you, nigga. Why didn't you just go home? Why did you give her the reaction if she just got a reaction out of you? Why did you give her the reaction? Why didn't you just take your ass home? Talking about some, she just wanted to get money out of, you, out of you. Well, now she is. Now she is. And now you're going to get prosecuted and you're going to go to jail. Well, maybe he might. I don't know. These, see, these athlete trials are always a little shaky because it's very seldom that we see athletes do the time for the crimes that they committed. They always, in most cases, get slaps on the wrist. So I will be very interested to see how this situation turns out. I will be updating y'all about the situation because, like I said, I'm very intrigued. And I, I want to see if he actually gets prosecuted or if he receives some type of something for what he did to her. Like, you can only imagine, like, this man was a former running back. So you can only imagine the force that this man has when he, like, you can only imagine the force from him alone. You feel me? And this is a woman, about five feet, 165 pounds, soaking wet. Yeah, so I don't think there's any justification for that. Um, I believe that, like I said, he should be prosecuted. And there's no, there's no explanation for what he did. And the fact that he's even trying to make excuses um, for what he did to her is really disgusting. It is really disgusting. But ladies, you... And this isn't just to ladies, um, ladies, men, whomever. Learn how to see the signs of an abusive lover before you get too deep into the situation. And I'm not victim, I'm not victim blaming her at all. I'm just saying, I'm making a general statement that you really do need to get to know the, the people that you have around you. And you need to, you need to know who, what type of energy that you're having around you because 
he just reeks of low, low vibrational energy. Seriously. Like, you have to learn how to see the signs of an abuser early because, you know, once, once they got you hooked, and they know that, you know, most abusers know that. They know once they got you hooked, you're hooked. You're not going to go anywhere. Not until you're tired. So you'll continue to take him cheating or him putting his hands on you or making babies outside of your relationship. You, you'll continue to put up with those things because he, he knows that you're not going to go anywhere. Because at this point, you love this man more than you love yourself because you're willing to stay in a relationship where somebody is harming you. And you're not leaving. So, I mean, I, this is a very sad situation. Like I said, guys, um, I will be updating you all um, on the situation so we can see where this case is going to go because I'm very interested to see where it'll go. Um, but he needs to take some accountability for his actions. He really does. He really does. And I know a, a lot of famous people typically don't have to take accountability for their actions because they're used to somebody always bailing them out. But he needs to be he needs to be held accountable. He not only did he like I said, not only did he assault this woman, but he assaulted her in front of her child. The baby crying in the background. Watching her mom from the from the bouncer or wherever she was at get beat up on. So, yes, he should have to be held accountable for his actions. No matter what his status is. But y'all that that wraps up tonight on another episode of Socially Honest. I appreciate you all for tuning in with me tonight. Um, I look forward to talking to you all in the next couple of days. We're going to talk over the weekend. Like I said, I'm going to bring you guys some story times and also, the podcast this weekend will be much, much longer. Um, I anticipate to come back to you guys on Saturday, 7 p.m. Arizona time, and we're going to talk some fun stuff. So I'll see you guys next time.